from WIS Politics in Madison. You're listening to Capital Chats. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam Kellenhofer, reporter at wispolitics.com, here with a Capital Chats episode brought to you by Spectrum. Today, I'm joined in the office in Madison by my colleague Kate Morton to talk about an interview she just did with the Department of Natural Resources Secretary, Adam Payne. And he's pretty new to the position. So, Kate, what did you guys touch on? So, Adam, yeah, Secretary Payne and I touched on a couple of issues. One of them was the wolf management plan for the state. Uh, As you know, we have a wolf management plan that's in the draft process right now. It's a pretty contentious issue. We also touched on the water quality in the state and forever chemicals, or PFAS. That's been a big issue as well, as there is water contamination across the state in a couple of areas. Well, Adam, let's go ahead and just get into the interview. Welcome. Thanks for being on our Capital Chats podcast. My pleasure. Um, So just to start off, why don't you talk a little bit about some of your main priorities as secretary? Well, first and foremost, uh, thanks for the opportunity to join you today. And and out of the gate, my main priority was to meet the team. Uh, we have so many strong, diverse, outstanding employees at the Department of Natural Resources. So uh, clearly, I had to get to know people and, and get feel for their roles and responsibilities. And I can't tell you how impressed I've been. It's just a really strong, passionate dedicated team. So that was a priority out of the gate. Obviously, all the other stakeholders that we have, excuse me, there's so many stakeholders that work with the Department of Natural Resources, so many wonderful partners. And of course, uh, the DNR can't do it all alone. You need to work with these stakeholders in order to help make good things happen and uh, continue to protect and and take care of our environment. So meeting many stakeholders, meeting our legislators, I've been making the rounds with our senators in particular, because I have my confirmation hearing come up. And it's really been a pleasure. I mean, there are so many good people that care about natural resource protection and enhancement. And so it was you know, absolutely a goal to develop some relationships and meet people and um, make sure that going forward, we can all pull together and be part of the solution. So that was a goal. Another key goal was uh, getting to know and work more effectively with our Natural Resources Board. Uh, the Natural Resources Board and the Department of Natural Resources are connected at the hip. Uh, we have different roles, but we have similar goals. And I can't tell you how encouraged I've been with that. Uh, recently, uh, Bill Smith became the new chair, Marcy West, the vice chair. And it's really a good group of people to work with. And so it was important to me to develop, develop good strong working relationships there. As again, we're the community, the the state's counting on us to to listen to people and and be thoughtful and work in collaboration. So I was real, uh, real pleased with that, those initial interactions and the good work so far. And then uh, the other key goal would be working with the governor and on behalf of the governor to see through some of his priorities. And as you know, clean water has been a priority of Governor Evers since the beginning. So I'm really enthusiastic about that. Um, In his state of the state and his his, um, budget address, he talked about again, investing more to be sure people have clean water. And I've yet to meet a person that doesn't wanna turn on the faucet and make sure that their kids or grandchildren are drinking clean water. I've yet to meet a person who doesn't think our lakes and rivers and streams should be clean. 
and that people should be able to recreate and not worried about being in polluted water. So to me, this is a largely nonpartisan area. And uh, I am really looking forward to working on behalf of the governor and with our legislators and many stakeholders to further invest in opportunities to clean, uh, make sure we have clean water in this state. And that if someone doesn't, that if a well owner, a private well owner, or someone who's relying on a public uh, water system in their community, if they do have PFAS or nitrates or something in their well water or in their community water, I want to make sure the Department of Natural Resources is able to quickly and effectively respond and help those people and families in need. So that's another really important priority to me. Well, it sounds like you're having some positive feelings about how things are starting off. I do want to touch on a couple of the topics that you mentioned, um, one of them being your confirmation. What have your conversations been like with senators, and do you think they've been receptive to confirming that appointment? I'm optimistic. I mean, I, I tend to be optimistic, Uh just as just how I approach things in life and look for the good in people. And uh, there hasn't been a legislator that I've met with where I didn't feel we didn't have a good, productive, kind, thoughtful discussion. You know, everyone's different. Everyone has different points of view. But uh, I worked 24 years for the for the Sheboygan County Board. And on that county board, there were Democrats, there were Republicans. And at the end of the day, we didn't focus on that. We just focused on problem solving. And that's what I look forward to focusing on with our legislators is I know there's going to be different points of view. I know things can get partisan, but uh, I really believe the vast majority of people want to have good, clean water. And we got to talk about how are we going to deliver that? How are we going to get there? How are we going to help people in need? So I'm feeling good about those discussions. They've been productive and I'm optimistic about the confirmation. Okay. Well, I also wanted to follow up a little bit on water quality. PFAS has been a really big issue for the state. And right now the uh, DNR is in the process of restarting that rulemaking process to set standards for PFAS and groundwater. Uh, do you see that process being expedited in any way since this is the second time around? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, the rule process is a very thorough, thoughtful, deliberative, deliberative process, right? Uh, we want to make sure we're he hearing from stakeholders. Ultimately, it goes to the legislature. They want to make sure that it's thoughtful and well vetted. So I don't know if it's going to be expedited, but we're certainly going to continue to do what we can to make sure from a public safety standpoint, people can rely on good science and good information to be sure they have good, clean water. So um, We'll continue those efforts. You know, we have some guidance and rules in play right now for surface water, but certainly we want to uh, put in some guidance when it comes to individual well water, groundwater, and we have that work ahead of us. So looking forward to it. It's very, very important. Yeah. Um, so the natural resources the Natural Resources Board had previously set some standards for drinking water, about 70 parts per trillion, which was lower than the Department of Health Services recommendation and more in line with federal standards. Uh, do you think the current standards are strict enough? And do you see maybe revisiting that uh, standard anytime soon? 
As I understand it, it's a good question. Again, I've been here eight weeks, so I've had a lot of briefings, and this has been one of them. But as I understand it right now, we're waiting for the Environmental Protection Agency to come out with some refined standards and additional new guidance. So we don't want to get out in front of that. We're looking forward to, however, receiving that information. And no doubt that will be a contributing factor as we go forward. Because okay. as you said, right now, we, we do have guidance. We do have uh, rules in place for um, community public drinking water and for surface water, but we don't have standards in place for individual wells that, you know, about a third of our state has. So um, I know that's important to people. They want to know what's, what those standards are, what's safe. But as I mentioned earlier, it is just so important to me and I think so important to the vast majority of citizens in the state that if you have an individual well that's polluted with PFAS or nitrates or some other pollutant, when you call the Department of Natural Resources, I want us to be able to quickly respond and help people. I don't want to say, well, we'll get back to you. I want to have a plan of action in place where we can help people in need. And that's going to require doing some of the things that the governor has proposed more money to invest on monitoring, more money to invest in, well, if you have a polluted well, could we potentially go deeper? And in order to know the answer for that, you have to do more testing that takes resources. Or do you have to put in your own filtration system in your individual home? That takes money, that takes resources. And the same with the public utility. Uh, some of the larger cities, well, they may have the means to bond or quickly beef up their infrastructure, but many, many communities don't have those resources to quickly respond and have a more robust filtration system put in place. So as an agency, as a state, I wanna make sure we're prepared to help communities and help those individuals in need because particularly, particularly now that I'm a grandparent and have two grandchildren, We've just got to make sure that people have clean water. And if they don't, we can quickly help them. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of big facets to that issue. Um, to move on to a little different subject, uh, the wolf management plan is also a big topic for the department. Um, so they're currently working on a new plan for that if the wolves are ever taken off the endangered species list, as you know. Um, a number of GOP lawmakers kind of recently sent you a letter citing some concerns about the lack of a precise population goal. So what is your response to those concerns? And do you think this new approach to managing wolves has advantages? Now, that's a good question. I know this is going to be one of the more controversial topics, right, that the, the DNR contends with. And of course, there's a lot a lot of controversial subjects. There are many instances you don't please everyone and we're not gonna please everyone with this wolf management plan. But uh, I've read the plan cover to cover. And when I did so, I had questions just like so many other people have. I think we've received about 3000 comments to date and we're in the midst of going through those and thoughtfully um, reviewing those and, and, and internally we'll be making decisions about, well, what refinements are we going to make going forward? But here's my impressions. First, I thought the plan was really uh, thoughtfully written by a lot of outstanding, not only DNR staff, but a lot of other stakeholders that got involved. So if, you're, if you've read this document, and I presume most people probably haven't taken the time to read it cover to cover, right? But if you read it, there's a lot of really good information in there. Of course, 
population dynamics are so important when you talk about wolves, elk, bear, deer, whatever it is, you often need to look at the caring capacity biologically and the caring capacity socially. So within this plan, we often talk about the importance of po the population, but we're, I know we're gonna need to spend a little bit more time making clearer to people, well, what do we think is an appropriate range for a healthy, sustainable wolf population biologically? What is the carrying capacity? And then what, what is an appropriate range in some areas where socially we have some conflict? So first and foremost, I think it's an outstanding start, a lot of good information. Secondly, I've appreciated the comments that we've received, a lot of public comments that have come our way. We need to thoughtfully consider them. And then thirdly, we are gonna make refinements. There are going to be improvements made to this plan. I've yet to ever read a draft plan of any kind that after you get stakeholder input that you don't make some refinements and improvements. So no doubt going forward, we'll be making some improvements to the plan, some refinements to the plan, and then we'll take that forward to the Natural Resources Board for their consideration. Well, earlier you talked a little bit about the dynamic on the Natural Resources Board, so that's been going well. Um, in the past, there has been some issues um, with some tension on the board. Uh, you know, we had the former chair who stayed on the board that passed his term. Do you have any concerns about that on the board at this time? And how do you feel about that dynamic moving forward? Yeah, I... You know, I, I wasn't here for those past dynamics, right? So I went back and I looked at about a year's worth of the NRB videotapes just to kind of get a feel for how the board interacted with staff, the information that was shared. And I've always felt good people can agree to disagree, right? I mean, we all have different points of view, but it's always been really important to me that when you work with boards or stakeholders, that it be respectful, and that we always be open-minded to one another's point of view and that we take the time to listen and be present. And so going forward, you know, I, I can't really comment too much about the past because I wasn't there. And, and, but going forward, my expectation, and I know it's the expectation of Bill Smith as well, the new chair, is that we are going to take an approach that's very professional, that's respectful, that we're listening and engaging others and seeking that input. And that if we do have disagreements and, and you know, the NRB is a policymaking board, the staff are admit, do administration, certainly good people can agree to disagree, but it's going to be respectful and professional and mindful. So uh, I'm very encouraged. I think we've turned to a new chapter with our Natural Resources Board, a lot of good people on it, and looking forward to working with them. Well, great. Thank you for joining us for the podcast. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate yours. Take care. All right, Kate, thanks for bringing us that interview today. It was wonderful to hear from you and Secretary Payne. If our listeners want to see more about the Department of Natural Resources and what they're up to, they can head over to our website at wispolitics.com. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in to Wispolitics Capital Chats, brought to you by Spectrum.